back to the Compound Podcast, episode 79. 78. 79. Eight. I'm going eight. Final answer, eight. Hang on, I'm, I'm looking saying, it up. I'm, I'm saying nine. 78. Let's go. I'm so smart. I'm so much smarter than you at 78. Zach doesn't care about this podcast, and let me tell you why. Zach gets called up to the big leagues, and you know what he does? He says, fuck off. I'm not taking my mic with me. Says, I'll just do it with my AirPods. Don't care. Don't give a shit. Don't care about oh, the compound. That's not true because I was shipping my car home and I put it in a bag that I forgot was there. I was looking for it this morning and now I just remember that it's in my car that is getting shipped. That's a likely story. How how rich are you? Tell me you're rich without telling me you're rich. You're shipping your car instead of just driving it back like five hours. Excuse me? That's a good point. I don't know. Five might five, have been five, five might have been a little low, but how okay, many? So, is it? Hey, so do, do you want to hear why I, I'm shipping my car? Uh, so give it to me. I get like as Ian stated, I get recalled the other day, and my whole plan was to drive home at, at from Toledo after the game on Sunday. It's like a one or two o'clock game. It's only eight and a half nine hours. I was like, all right, perfect. But now the Tigers are on the road to finish the season in Chicago, and if I were to drive home. I would have to fly from the Chicago back to Detroit and it's like two o'clock game and then drive home from Detroit, which is another extra hour plus back home to New York. Where are you guys right now? We are in Minnesota and then finish with the White Sox. Zach. What's up, man? Did you tell Ian, did you tell Ian you had your first uh, big league benches clear and you fucking got right in the middle of it and started throwing hands and you, then you knock out Lance Lynn. (laughs) That was that was an experience. That was I honestly like I've never seen so many mad people in one little area. I'm gonna be honest. Two things. So first of all, I'll I'll lay out the situation because I don't know if Ian saw it. I saw yeah, I did. I saw the video. Okay, you did see it, but it was I'm just okay, go ahead, lay out the situation for the people. O two count in a Wait, one time run out. game. No, time out. But okay. before the inning before Paredes gets hit. I think that was with two strikes too. I mean Right. So they thought, why, why would no, you hit no, Isak no. Paredes on purpose? And that's what we were like. They thought that it was on purpose. Who, who did? The other players? Yeah. And they thought it was retaliation. Your, your teammates thought it? No, 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 no. No one from no, the no, Tigers no. thought that Paredes got hit on purpose. Correct. Okay. Go ahead, Dakota, with the story. Well, because then in the top of the ninth, it's an 8 7 game. And don't get me wrong. I mean, like, the Tigers are eliminated and the White Sox already won the division, but still it's a one run game and you want to win. And Lang hits uh, Abreu with an O2 fastball, which I'm sure it hurt quite a bit. Cause it was like 97. Yeah. It got him pretty good in the elbow, but it was an O2 count. So I'm like, okay, it's a one run game and it's O2. If you're going to hit him, you don't wait till it's an O2 count. And then next guy comes up and like, they there's like a bounce ball. And it gets away from the catcher, and Abreu runs into second, slides in very late. I will say it was a very late slide. And uh, I don't know, Zach might be able to give more what happened from then on. Like, because I'm guessing Goodrum said something to him. Like, but can I say about the slide? It was, was late. maybe it was late, maybe it no. was hard, but it's not like he clipped Goodrum. Like he didn't get him right, but he he started Dude. late though. Like that was that, real I mean, late. Okay, all right. That was a takeout slide. Go Tigers! Go Tigers! I'm a Tigers fan. Go Tigers! No, and that's the all thing. Right. I'm I'm unbiased. That was late. See, and, like, like, and I'm if, biased because like if he clips his leg, like 
that could have done some damage. He's yeah, a big dude. That's he's a big, if he he's a big dude. All right, go ahead. He didn't. Right. Jack, Jack can you didn't. tell us about the on-field experience? Real quick, real quick, Zach. If he does that to you, are you saying a word to him? I, I don't know if I would say a word. I think I honestly – like, Nico did the same thing. Like, he was just like, what do you – like, it, I don't know what Nico said, but it was kind of just like, what do you – like, what – why? Why me? Like, we didn't hit you on purpose, you know? Like, I think he was just more confused. Like, bro, we're not going to hit you. Like, we don't, we don't want to hit you. If you slide and you end up with, like, your tailbone on the base and your feet go so far past because you slid so late, you did something wrong. That was honestly, like, the perfect storm. Like, first pitch, dirt ball, he tries to go. It wasn't, like, waiting around. It wasn't, like – He never runs it was, on dirt balls. It was first pitch. And, like, as soon as it hit, we saw him going. We are just like, oh, boy, here we go. I saw but, you trot out in the back of everybody. I was like, look at that little guy out there. Get in so there. It was fun. So, I was in the dugout, and me and – so last year, do you remember the uh, fight between the Astros and the A's when Loriano went after that, like the whole dugout? Yeah. So Dustin Garneau, who was a catcher on our team, was the one who tackled Loriano. So he was in the dugout. And you know he's going to get out there. But, I mean, he's just protecting these guys, whatever. So we, in the Tigers dugout, there's three exits and entrances you can go in. You have like the one where the hitters go, then you have a middle one, and then you have the one all the way down. And we were – on the bench in between the first one and the middle one. So I, when, like everything started to happen, I was going towards the middle one and Garneau was trying to go to the front one and we kind of like collided. You can't, it's tough that you can't go over the railing either, right? It's too yeah, high. No, it's too high. Yeah. So like everybody was just like, all right, single file line guys, come <laughs> on, here we go. Uh, but no, so like when he got hit, they were screaming at us and we were kind of just like, what? Like I, I, we didn't know that apparently he's been hit 7,000 times this year and I guess they're just, tired of it um and it was just like as soon as it happened they were screaming at us and we were just like what why, why? like we're not trying to hit them did it's a one-run game did you say anything no because i was confused and i got out the inning before and i wasn't very thrilled and i was just like what are we doing like that's usually what, how i feel in the middle of yeah. in the middle of scrums i usually right. think what are we what are we doing I, i'm not a big fighter you know especially there's not a very good matchup out there for me especially with the white Sox. those are some, yeah big team and we got Kinda we got like, madrigal so it's tough now yeah, you know, yeah, you know. So I was looking around. I was like, you know what? I'll try to hold somebody back. I'm trying um, to think, yeah, who could you? I don't think you, you could maybe take a, him. Like, yeah, the second baseman Garcia. You could have gone after. Him. You're <laughs> definitely that. You're the breakup guy. You're the guy that's, that's in there breaking. Like you're not getting in the middle. Of so it. like, but it was just like so many words just screaming and flying, and it was just like everybody was mad at everybody, no matter what. Like you're trying to hold somebody back. Get the fuck off me! And it's just like, all right, what, what, what do you want me to do? What 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 should I do? That's and where. Like the, well, that's Ian. Isn't no that punches. where like? Yeah, there's no punches thrown or anything. Which, I mean, if that happens, it's kind of. It, that's when I feel like it gets scary. Somebody can get hurt. That's when shit really hits the fan. You would have ran so fast. Oh my no, god! Was, you're so soft. You're so soft. You would not have gotten in there. In the middle, what do you mean? Of I was the... in there now. What the fuck? What do you want me to do? Be the first? No, one to I'm swing? saying your boy gets rocked. Uh, who's your? Oh, RG Robbie Gross gets rocked. You you got to go hey, hit him. He, I don't care he, if it was Eloy. You got to go hit Eloy. He might get hit on Friday because we we end the season with them. Robbie G. It's gonna be I. I bet I hope they it's hit, you. I hope it's you for yeah, retaliation. They're, they're, they're gonna hit 140 hitter Zach Short. That's who they want. You guys have to go back to play them. Oh no! In in Chicago, and Keuchel right. said we were. We saw a quote. He was just like, "Yeah, if I was pitching tomorrow, like I would retaliate." He's like, "Or who Friday." Did? Keuchel said that, and he's start. The he's gonna start is, Friday. 
But the thing is, for the White Sox, I guarantee if Larusa is smart, he'll be like, "Don't do anything. Like we can't have someone get suspended over this for the playoffs. Like right. it doesn't and matter. We already won the division. Like that's what point. that's what you have to tell your team right and now." And honestly, like, good job by the umpires to un- kind of understand. Like, hey, we're not throwing anybody out. There's not no punches thrown. And like, if somebody gets thrown out, you'd have to think there's a suspension coming for somebody, you know. And like, they could have said, "Hey." you missed two games of regular season, but you don't know, especially with the last series of the year with three games left. If one of them does something and they get banged for a suspension like that, that hurts. I think the only thing that didn't look great on the Tigers side is when Lang like ran and like got in the middle of like Abreu and Nico Goodrum. I was like, Lang, you're, you're the one that hit him. Like, just get out of there. Man. Yeah, but he, he was, sta- he was standing up for Nico. Like he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, but, you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, it was just like, again, when we got out there, everybody, you know, pushing, shoving, and it's like, you try to find somebody who's trying to go in hard on your team and pull them back. I tried holding somebody back and they, it was just seeing red. Like they knew nobody else around them except the target was in front of them. And I was like, who'd you try to, who'd you try to hold back? Jose Urania came in from the bullpen and he was seeing red. So I had two hands on his sweatshirt, like find him behind him. And, like, somebody tried to grab him as well, and he was just gone. I said, you know what? Go ahead. Go get him. Yeah. Usually, usually I'm I'm the uh, I'm on the outside going, what are we doing? How about, how about Ian defending Abreu? Yeah, you know, like, that was right off the, right off the rip, too. Like, he didn't even say anything. I like, I like Abreu. He's a, ni- he's a nice guy. I was surprised. What if that was ZS59 that got slid into, uh-oh, broken ankle? I'd be fucking charging from the stands, son. I'd be out there, Zach. I'd have your back. Thanks, Ben. Honestly, though, the more like so impressive by Lang because he was in the middle of the whole thing. He had to. He finished the inning. Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind he's of been impressive. pretty good, huh? He's been good he's for been, you guys. He's been nails like the last two months, three months. Go, go, Cubbies. <laughs> he, no, yeah, but I mean, that wasn't like you said. First time that was an experience. It was kind of just like, wow, everyone's. Really mad, obviously, but it was just like, again, what are we doing? I've never been in the middle of one where people are throwing punches, like all out punches, but I really don't know what I would do. Punches, I mean, I'd I'd be so confused. And like, there's if people get tackled, like, there's cleats. I think I'm not as much afraid of the hands as like if you just get like a foot to the face, like somebody gets tackled or like you're on the ground and there's in the side of the head. Yeah, I don't want that. I dude, that that's could you imagine me at the bottom of a pile? Could you imagine? Like say say like Abreu just started punching Nico and like they go to the ground. That is chaos. See, I don't I don't like fighting, but man, does that shit fire me up. Like that gets my oh, I get so juiced when like there's like a little animosity in the game. Like this is the last series. Uh, for us, maybe I hit someone the first game. Maybe I try to get some, I don't know, some shit going. Get some blood pumping. Get some blood pump. Oh, we're facing Bobby Witt. Oh, no. Oops, two seam slipped. I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. Jesus I'm not going to hit anybody. I didn't mean oh, it. You're not, you're not, oh, you're not. You're not. You've hit Zach before. You've hit Zach before. Only person I hit are close personal friends. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Go. Definitely. And he was too soft to charge because he knew we got put down. I tried throwing a bat. Umpire, umpire saved oh, your life. You throw it, I would have one hand caught that and then charged at you with it. Ian, Ian, if you got in, if the Cubs got into a brawl, like tomorrow, I mean, other than Jay Hay, like who, who's breaking that thing up? 
because Jay Hayes, like, I feel like the biggest like leader now. Like w- Willie, Willie's not breaking up. Oh no, oh, no. Willie, oh, Willie's, Willie's in the middle. Willie's uh, in the middle. Yeah, no, I'm a good break. Have guy. to step up. Yeah. Oh, I, listen. When it comes to breaking up a fight, I'm there. If they're stopping it, I'm good. I'll go. I'll go take. I'll go in front of somebody. I'll stop the fight. Uh, I'm good. I can do that. Yeah, the actual fighting so, part. That's that's Willie. Right. It's so hard when it's huge guys and they see red. It's like there's no oh. stopping them. There's no like. Imagine trying to stop uh, Contreras. Who, who did I hold back? I don't know if it was Jay. Jay gets pissed. I I, I, I like Jay would never get mad. No, Jay Jay has a switch. Everybody has a switch. But I I was holding. When was oh it was Arietta, and I can't remember where we were, but we cleared. And I was holding Arietta back, and he it was like. He wasn't – I was holding him back, but he wasn't seeing me. I think it was yes. Cincinnati yeah. early. Yep. I think it was Cincinnati early in the year when Javi and uh, Amir went on after it. And I, I was – he's, you know, so much bigger than me. And so he didn't need to see me because he just clears my head. But, but I was holding it back. And he, you know, he's fuck. He's put together. Like, there's not a big, big boy. So you're trying to grab something, but it's just all. It's like a, it's like trying to hold the statue of David. It's like there's nothing. That, so I was around him, like trying to keep him close to the dugout, and he was just with this. His eyes were just piercing, and I was afraid that he was just gonna like judo chop my head and run. It's tough. Like again, if I tr- really tried to hold Urania back, I don't really know him too well. And like he would have been like, get the fuck away. like I don't know who you are. Like, but like if it was one of my friends and I try I would try a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Like not yeah, I don't know how to explain it. I would feel a little bit more comfortable getting in his face and being like, get the fuck like, like if, stop if you fucking were doing hold, this shit. Yeah, that's you were that's, trying to I hold felt, back Lang. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. I cause I looked for Lang when he got pushed out by like the umpires and then a coach had him because I was gonna try to calm him down. But again, like if I don't know somebody and I'm if you're touching somebody like that, they're not gonna want that. It's different yeah, if you it's should, your you should have gone over there and helped with Lang. Like I can help. They, no, it's okay. It, it's okay. It was he was taken care of by the coach, by uh, one of our bench coaches, and it was just like, I don't, I don't. Who am I going to hold back here? Okay, we need to we need to move on to the last week of baseball. Real quick, real quick, one thing, Zach. All I can think of right now is, could you imagine benches clearing and Scotty Efros? Oh my god! Hey, come I on, go, guys! Come on! I would guys. go over to Don't him. Fight. I would try to. Th- I would throw a glove at him and just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Be in the back, just laughing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Last week of baseball. Last week of baseball. The AL wild card is insane. No thanks to the Cubbies, the NL wild card is not insane. We did not help the situation there by losing four in a row to the Cardinals. So the Cardinals are five and a half up. So literally they just have to win one more and they eliminate Cincinnati and Philly. And then you have New York, Boston, Toronto, and Seattle all within a game and a half of each other. And then Oakland three and a half back. Going to be a crazy week in the AL. And like tomorrow or today starts the last two series of the year. So it's like – Yesterday was the last day of like not not saying not meaningful games, but like this week is going to get insane. This week will be crazy. I insane. Not, not saying not meaningful games the last like no 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 right. I'm not we've, saying not we've meaningful. played a few of these uh, contenders. The way the Cardinals are right now, like 
Oof. They're crazy. Uh, what, but I think when you play a team that already has a division clinched, uh, like when we played Milwaukee, like they're playing really good baseball, but it, it's a little bit different. They're trying to keep guys healthy. They're trying to get just keep momentum going in. Um, do you want to talk about San Diego with a uh, 500 record right now? That's tough playing in that division when you beat it, when the Giants and the Dodgers are playing them 40, 38 times a year. Or whatever it is, but the other the other two teams in the division, but yeah, regardless, 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 with that lineup, that team, that payroll, to be five hundred at the end of the year, that's tough. If you would have asked any, this is this is why baseball is the best game in the world. If you would have asked any of the talking heads, any reporter anybody at the start of the season the san diego padres finish 500 for the year they would have laughed you out of the building literally they would have said no way this is the best team that's ever been put together they have all these guys they're this they're that it's amazing they put it together it's amazing honestly i think you would have been laughed out of the building if you would have said the san francisco giants that's what i was gonna say right now yeah like i i like everyone said even when they did good the first two months they're like don't worry, like, they'll fade. Like, the Padres and Dodgers will catch them and blow them out. It's like, they're not fading. They got 102 wins. And and the way that they the way that they talked about the NL East, that the NL East was going to be the best division in baseball, that yeah. you had, you know, the Mets were going to be on the Mets or sub-500 team. This is why baseball is amazing. Because when you look back at the start of the season, which is six months ago, and – spring training when they were talking about is eight months ago and these people are talking about everything that's going to happen in the season it never happens that way no ever and that's why every team at the beginning of every season thinks they can win the world series and why every front office should want to compete every single year because you don't know if you put together a team like the san francisco giants did you can go out there and win 100 and they're going to win 105 games at least the the nl east the thing is though like either of those teams that could win it are dangerous like whichever like the Braves or Phillies that win the NL East that's a dangerous playoff team also oh. Zach listen to this Dakota listening this is what makes baseball weird the Braves are two and a half up on the Phillies but the Braves run differential they have a positive 121 the Phillies have a negative five run differential <laughs> they're only two and a half games back did you see the Mariners? Yeah, they're the like Mariners, minus, minus 60. The Mariners have negative 52, and the A's have positive 65, and the Mariners are two games up on the A's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, there's a potential Yankees-Red Sox playing game, isn't there? Uh, yes. That's what it'd be right now. Oh, my God. Unless the A's or Mariners or, I guess, Blue Jays even could still catch them. Yeah, Blue Jays are only a game back. Yeah. But do you know what would be the worst thing ever? This is the worst. Is if you look at the Dodgers and uh, Giants, because we had to do this in 18. If you have two teams that tie for the division, even though they'll be the number one wild card, if they tie for the division, they still have to play 163 to decide who goes to the wild card and who doesn't have to do it. 
Yeah. And then the loser has to play 163. That is the yes. worst. That's what you guys did, right? Yeah. It's a terrible system because if you oh, – wow. because you have to play that last game, so you have to pitch somebody who can, you know, who can win the game. You can't just – you can't – you're not going to throw a guy out there and say, let's hope that we hit. You So you put your ace out there, and then if you lose that game, you go to the wild card with your number two. So then – and you're – Gas because you just finished 162 games. You don't have an off day. You have to play and then play again. So you play back-to-back games. So you finish 162, play back-to-back games. I mean, we got smoked by it. Smoked. I mean, it's I not, see what it you're wouldn't saying. be fair. I see what you're saying in the fact that you lose your ace. It would not be fair for either of those two teams after what they have done for the full season, after winning 100-plus games and playing that well, to then have to go – into the playoffs like that. If I was them, if I was one of those two teams, I would say just pick a tiebreaker so we don't have to do this. Let us win the wild card game with our ace, and then we'll keep going. What about if you did like head-to-head season record to like cut out that extra game, and then like the lower of the two just goes to the wild card? I don't think that's a bad idea. I think the concept of 163 from a television and sales. And, oh yeah, they'll never oh, they'll like they'll never, never get rid of it because it's that. such no. great. They make so much money, but we've lost how important like from a marketing side of things because it gets decided early too often because of the trade deadline now, but winning a division is so huge because mm-hmm. you play so many games You play 162 games. And then at the end of that, you play these teams so many times. And at the end of that, like winning a division is such a big deal. Super hard. It's so hard. So I, I, I still think it's crazy how a team could be t- t- two teams could be tied after 162 games. Yeah. So what I think like an 18 for us, I didn't realize it at the time because my first year we won the division. Uh, pretty, you know, pretty easy. I mean, we clinched with a week to go, maybe a little bit less. And then they had just come off winning the division. They won the division in 16. And so we that was back to back, and then eighteen we were in it the whole way, and we really feel like we're going to win the division. And then Brewers play really well, we don't. And then they one sixty three, they win the division, and like until then, like I didn't realize how much it sucked to not win the division. Oh yeah, like that that really was something that as soon as I you know realized that realized why the veteran guys why Lack and Lester like they were like hey celebrate every one of these because it's so important and then last year in 20 you know we you know winning in the shortened season was cool but it's not the same we didn't get to celebrate really but it's not the same over 60 as it is for 162 like that's what makes it really special to win a division and like put all that effort in when we won our division this year in triple a and we didn't really get to celebrate either which because like anywhere you get to celebrate and you you go to the playoffs is awesome like dakota our first year and with in Eugene, we celebrated what three times? Like that was a blast. It it was especially like when we won it all. It was so cool. Like yeah, that, that's even like even in nineteen when we clinched the playoffs in Triple right. A. Yeah, that's right. Like, we all like went crazy. Like it's yeah. fun. It's awesome. And like I couldn't imagine just doing that in the bigs. Yeah, in the big leagues. There is nothing. There is nothing like a series a playoff series win in the big leagues there was nothing like it 
father. It's yeah. fucking you, amazing. You went to the CS in 17? So we got to celebrate we got to celebrate the division in 17 in St. Louis and then game 5 in DC winning the DS and that was epic. I remember I actually remember that game. Wade Davis struck out Bryce Harper right to end it. Wade Davis was the yep. best pitcher on the yep. planet. Yep. He went to like two and a third. It was unbelievable. I remember that. And then in and then in 18, we didn't celebrate at all, which is the biggest mistake ever. We didn't, didn't celebrate one time. You didn't because celebrate. We, no, because we, we clinched the playoffs, but because the guys had done it for three, 15, 16, 17, they were like, so stupid. They were like, no, you know, we're celebrating when we win the division, which was the dumbest shit ever. I'll never let it. Would I, you say that to Lester's face? Oh, he'll say it. Yeah. You'd say it. it. It was, it was so, it was, it was so stupid. Uh, but we didn't, you know, we didn't do anything. And so then Brewers play unbelievable in September and, you know, we still won 95 games, but we, and then we didn't celebrate after we didn't clinch the division on the last day of the season. 163, we lose. And then wildcard, we lose back to back days. And then we're just going home. Never did anything. Then 19, we don't make the playoffs. And then 20, we can't celebrate. So it's been, it's been a while That's since wild. the champagne. What's up, Compound listeners? It is producer Tom. And let's step aside for a moment to talk about today's sponsor, DraftKings. Week three of football is in the books. And now it is time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week four game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If the Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grab all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code COMPOUND. That's promo code COMPOUND to receive $150 in free bets when you place a bet of $1 on any football game. That's promo code COMPOUND this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager require one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Wayne 109 with it. Now, back to the show. Changing topics. Who gets their first win first? Robert Sala of the Jets or Dan Campbell of the Lions. By the way, Ian, I know you're not a huge football guy. Did you see how the Lions lost on Sunday? No. Justin I mean, Tucker made a 66-yard field goal. NFL record. Bounced off the crossbar and in. And Justin, Tucker's, Justin Tucker's arguably the best kicker of all time, so I appreciate that from him. It's an NFL wow, record for the yeah, Lions right. to lose. 
It's so Lions, it hurts. Was it in Detroit, inside? In Detroit. Yes. Good for him, yeah. I love that. Hey. I'm sorry. I don't love it for you. I love it for Justin Tucker because he kicks footballs at an extremely high level. Well, what's good for you, Ian, is you you went one and two on Sunday. Two and two. Browns won, but the Steelers lost and the Bears lost. So, you know, one and two. Not and the Bengals. And the Bengals. Oh, one. and your Bengals beat the Steelers. So, yeah, two, two and two. Not bad. So, two and two for me, yeah, which was I it just, was an okay week. I, I was only going to go two and two regardless. <laughs> I just want to watch competitive football. That's all I ask. I mean, you they lose? were not competitive on Sunday, Zach. Like, I'm seeing pictures. I understand, you know, it's a young team. New new regime coming in, but like I'm seeing pictures of like what Zach Wilson has to deal with. It's kind of incredible. There's like they take pictures of the plays, and like there's just two guys blocking one guy with somebody coming, like legit, legitimately no way, nobody within ten feet of him before he even hands the ball off. And then you got three receivers literally in the same vicinity within five yards, and defenders are probably looking at each other like, "Hey, are we in the right spot here? Like this, this can't be right." Did you? I don't want to take away from your Jets, but I'm such a huge Bears fan. Did you see any of the commentary about? Oh Maggie my God! And oh my what God! Dan Orlovsky said the next day. Was that about the the one about you had this much time to plan yes. for this quarterback? And yes, He's like, I don't know, know much about football, and I did watch a little bit of that game during our game, or maybe around our game, whenever it was. And uh, he was on his back a lot. Zach, did you see what Orlovsky said? No, I didn't. He he basically said, he's like, you drafted Justin Fields 190 days ago. You had that many days to put together a plan for when he comes in the game. And he goes, he goes, it's one of two things. Either you weren't prepared or you did it on purpose. Because <laughs> he's like, no, you and that's him what, out there to die. I, I was listening to something and they were saying how the reason why – fields whatever is not starting is because Andy Dalton runs the Andy Dalton offense better than Justin Fields does so they went into that game and they didn't change up anything like they didn't have any RPOs they didn't have any like you know bootlegs and it's like why 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 people I've seen so many clips Ian like the one you were talking about where people are like I'd fire Matt Nagy today he goes he shouldn't get another day he goes you fire him right now did Fields Maggie? throw on the first pitch at a Cubs game? Oh, yeah. Fields did in at the White Sox place. Oh. No, he was at a Cubs game. He was Ooh. at a Cubs game. I don't think he threw. Oh, he oh maybe he did. Maybe he did. Oh. I don't know. I remember him being be in the suite guy. upstairs. He went to both of them, though. Might be a uh, Sox guy. Yeah, he went to both because he's, you know, he's a man of the people. I feel for all those coaches. I feel for Nagy because – I, and I know it hasn't been the best run for him, but when you only get 16 games, every yeah. single one of them is the end of the world. And I Especially, saw I saw yeah. a quote from Urban Meyer that was pretty good. And he was taught, you guys probably saw it. He was talking to an uh, opposing coach, maybe from the Washington football team. I can't remember. And he, and he said, every week is like playing Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was his... Yeah. He's like, every week you're preparing. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You're preparing because I think people forget or don't realize because the NFL can be so like you can have teams that go like the Dolphins. The, what, what, who was the team? The other, maybe it was the Washington football team. It was like 0 and 16 or 1 and 15. Like you'll have a couple teams every year that basically lose every game. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And they then you have still a couple. Beat, what? But they could still, but they could still beat that's, anyone. That's what I'm saying. These are all still professional athletes who like half the team went to Florida, half the team went to Auburn, half the team went to uh, Alabama. Like these are the best players in the world. And the funnel gets so narrow at the top. Like it doesn't matter what the team's record are, or if you think your team's horseshit, like these individual athletes are still fucking incredible. So every time that, you know, a coaching scheme is bad or something happens like this and the coach just gets absolutely obliterated on every, not ESPN, even not just the local news, but the national. It's everything. Like, God bless. How do you go to work the next day? You're just That's getting what, absolutely destroyed. Honestly, like there's so many people out there who are watching every move you make. And criticizing you one way or another, like there's so much money on the line between guys, people betting fantasy games. And it's just like they are coming for your throat if you don't do it correctly every single Monday morning until you win. Literally. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Uh, Switching uh, topics yet again. Oh, what do you got? No, I was just going to say, do we record another episode before the MLB playoffs start? When do they start? Next week? They start a week yeah. a week from today. All right, then, yeah. They don't start the day after this Tuesday. Yeah, we'll record one either Monday or Tuesday, or we'll just – we can do, we'll do an end of the season, and then we'll – I still do – I need a prediction. A stream or two. Because I need us hey, to Yeah, we're getting – I've gotten some uh, – we've gotten some mentions that people want to see us do a live thing. Tom, we need to talk to Jimmy about that. Let's, let's figure it out. Team John Boy. Let's figure out what we're doing. No clue how to do it from the tech side. So, Speaking of no switching topics and popping champagne, USA absolutely dominated the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Bloodbath. Can, wait, I've, I've, you know, a lot of President's Cups, a lot of Ryder Cups. I don't know if it's just because USA won, but that was the most electric. Oh, my God. That was unbelievable. That felt like the best Ryder Cup ever, right? Yep. Do you know and what was the biggest surprise for me of the Ryder Cup? It's DeChambeau, two things. DeChambeau and Kepka making up. No, no, no. Two things about it. Nobody's taken a bigger 180 in their career. Yep. I hate I didn't I didn't hate Bryson DeChambeau before, but I think I love him now. I think unbelievable. I absolutely love him. Unbelievable. The guy. He's I think I have a hot take on Bryson. Okay. I think if Bryson would just wear a normal hat yes. like he did yes. for the Ryder Cup, say I think he'd be a lot more likable. I think people he, would be all in. He looks so much better with just a normal hat on. Dude, did you see the one when he pull, uh, he had his driver out and put it away and brought out a three-wood? And yeah. he was like, relax. I'm still going for the green. And everybody lost it. Like, that's that's awesome. Like, that doesn't happen on a regular in a regular tournament. I wonder JT- if those guys – Go ahead, sorry. I wonder if those guys could play because they play almost every week. I mean, not quite, but they play a lot of golf. I wonder if they could play under those conditions in a normal tournament. Like I know they do a little bit in TPC, but it's just, it's, you know, it's not, it's a few holes that are with that atmosphere. Like I wonder if they could play a full golf tournament with the amount of energy that the fans bring for that week. Because like if every time they change the club or anything, ooh, ooh, like I wonder if they could it's kind of crazy. Like when we play golf, we play pretty quick. We're not really 
crazy thinking about a shot. Like those guys have the shot in their head, like multiple seconds ahead, of, like before their shot, and they're getting behind it, like they are envisioning it. And if any, if a bird chirps, they step away from it. Like they are so locked in, where it's like we go out there, and if like you're talking my backswing, I don't give a shit. It's like whatever. And like to watch them be so locked in, it, it's a it's so different when the fans are talking the whole time. Like you said, they switch a club and everybody goes nuts. It's like that doesn't happen. Like I, I, that's a great question. If they, I wonder if we could ask or somehow get a question one of them. Like, hey, do you guys like that atmosphere, or do you want to go and have like the old golf where it's don't breathe when someone's getting ready to take a shot or hit a I shot. Think- I think the coolest part too is seeing guys like like Cantley. He won the FedEx. So I saw I said I think someone tweeted they're like Cantley like won the FedEx Cup, blah blah blah, like fifteen million, not a single fist pump. He makes a putt on hole number three on a Saturday at the FedEx Cup and he's giving a fist yep. pump and getting the crowd fired up. It's like it's crazy how different it is. Also, I just thought of this. I thought that was one of the coolest I don't know, Hap, if you saw it, the video of Rory after he finished, I thought that was one of the coolest things, like how he was getting emotional. And he's like, this is the best event. Like nothing means more than the Ryder cup. Like that was just pretty sick to see how into it they all get when sport or when golf, such a sport of like calmness. And yeah, It's also crazy. That's like the first time they play since college really for a team. Like you're it's playing the for time. the guy you're playing for a guy next to you, opposed to I'm trying to cash out for me and my caddy right here. This is like, mm-hmm. Hey, we need you to make a shot here. It's not, hey, I have to make a shot here. It's like, no, no, no. We need you to make a shot here. And it's it's such a great format because you have you have the two days of team play where it's, you know, the four ball and the foursomes, the alternate shot, and the best ball where these guys get to play together and root for each other. And some of them are friendly. And I think this group was probably the most fun to watch because it's the it was a young group who a lot of them grew up playing against each other and they grew up in the post tiger era where fist pumps were, you know, that it was, it's the era, it's the new school era of golf where like, it's okay to be more excited. It's okay for JT to be chugging beers with the fans after he won his morning match. Like that's like, it's those things that make it so exciting to watch. And I think, Man, it was just – it was awesome so, to see all those guys. It's so funny how you say it's so different because, like, I showed my dad the video of JT drinking the beer, and he was just, like, kind of, like, brought back. He was like, whoa, like, obviously I've never seen that, let alone at Whistling Straits, you know, like such a prestigious course. Like, and that was, like, one of the – I'm assuming that's one of the first times, if not the first time, that that has ever happened. It definitely in public. And – like there's been great Ryder Cup teams, you know, the, with Justin Leonard like fist pumping because he drained that super long. But like usually it was kind of later in the week, I guess. And like yeah. for for guys in on Friday, in their you know alternate shot match on the third hole to be like basically punching each other in the chest. It was just God. It was so much fun to watch. And the best was when like they didn't get a putt gave to him. Or like didn't hand him a putt, and they would lay down their putter. Like, are you kidding me right now? You're you're not going to give me this. When yeah. Bryson did it and laid it completely down, and like literally looked at the other team, I was like, Bryson oh, can't God. do that. He uses a fucking thirty-five inch putter. That can't happen. But it's inside the leather. Same leather. 
I need I need one of them to do I needed one of them to do it before putting, like and then knock down the putt. Like imagine if they missed it. Imagine if they missed it though. That's like what I'm saying. I was like, it takes some balls, but you gotta do it before you even putt. Be like, really? Okay. That All makes right, me point. like I can't wait to go play in a competitive match when we get home. Like it should it I'm actually, gonna I'm, I'm gonna wear like red, white, and blue. I'm gonna have I'm gonna be so I'm gonna go to the range before with my headphones in, just locked in. You're such a dork. <laughs> it made me really think about because we have a you know we have a club rider cup uh that is i think end of the month or something and it made me really like be like need to get, I need to get a captain's pick to get into this my thing. friend <laughs> my friend called me yesterday he was pretty good and he's like hey like when are you coming home you know i have this course that's really hard to get on like i have a sick threesome like we want you to be the fourth and it's like a bunch of scratch you know low guys and i'm just like i'm in i'm in you're probably rusty though huh yeah you lost it. You lost a tick. That doesn't maybe a stroke. Yeah. All right. And that's stinks. episode. That's episode number seventy-eight here, ladies and gentlemen. No, we haven't done screen time yet, and you know you screwed, son. No. Let's get the screen time going. I traveled. I had a travel day yesterday. Mine might be a little high. Four ten. Bullshit. Four nineteen. Fuck. Hey. Lucky we didn't do Sundays because Sundays I was on the bus. Sunday doesn't know. Sunday doesn't count. Yeah, because I was on the bus literally for three and a half yeah. hours watching football on my phone. I was I had a long way. Doesn't count. Six What'd hours and three had? minutes for me yesterday. Six, what was it? Six hours three minutes. Oh wow! Wow! And and, and he's an hour behind. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe you did that. Hey hey hey. Hand up. Call the mistake. Everyone makes mistakes, all right? Call the mistake, man. All right. We will be back next week for episode 79 uh, for the end of the season recap, postseason preview. And John Boy's going to figure out how we can do something live.